0: This podcast is Intel Enhanced. To see pictures, articles and links of what's being discussed, download the Intel app.
1: Hello, welcome to the Big Scuba Show. Hey guys, my name
2: is Chef Anton. I'm here with uh, Ian and Gemma on the uh, Big Scuba Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about doing magic underwater and how it can help you. It will be very different podcast than you're normally used to hearing.
0: Welcome back to The Big Scooper Podcast. We are your hosts, Gemma and Ian. Before we get cracking with today's episode, we just want to make sure you have hit that follow button or the subscribe button, depending on what platform you are listening on. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you enjoy what you're going to hear today, we would really appreciate it if you can leave a review and a five-star rating. So now that's out of the way, we just want to say welcome and thank you for all tuning in and now it's time to dive into today's episode.
1: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Big Scuba Podcast. My name's Ian, I'm one of the co-hosts, and with me is...
0: We are the other co-host, and my name's Gemma.
1: Yes, so we're we're back for another week of chatter, and uh, we've got another guest yeah. lined up for you. We've got a magician this time. We
0: have, his name is Chef Anton. Yes.
1: Um, so he is our scuba magician. Yeah,
0: he brings another little take to the paddy world.
1: Well, that's it. We like to talk about all different things in the world of diving, don't we? Yeah. But before we do that, let's talk about what's coming up. We uh, got a bit of a chat about what we've been up to. You've been Coast gardening again. mm mm-hmm. um, We're going to chat a bit about Ross Kemp and his TV programme. No so relation. Was, no, no, no relation. Um, although uh, that programme is now finished, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. For now. Um, we've got news from various people so manna trust one ocean foundation we've got green fins and clean ocean sailing and uh, obviously we'll talk about our guests so uh, let's talk about what we have been up to yep what so have you been doing?
0: um so i have my rescue course coming up next weekend so okay. i've started my online learning
1: Is so it? how's that going
0: it's really interesting yeah. it's quite um what do you common sense comes into it a lot but yeah it's been really interesting so i've got another couple of sections to do yeah. in the pool on wednesday and then yes had a bit of a coast guard call out in the week right. that was just a missing person search well not just a missing person search yeah and that was quite a big operation was out for some time yeah and we were out a good four and a half hours police helicopter was up drones were up so lots of agencies all came together, wow. and it had a good outcome as well. But it was nice to meet some so different... persons found all working? Yeah, all fine. Um, and it was good to meet some other Coast Guard teams from Aldborough and Shingle Street. So And that wasn't actually on the coastline. It was um, in a sort of forest area in Heathland.
1: So, oh, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. So no it was so good the Coast Guard got called?
0: Well, it's a missing person search, so we're another agency that can search for people. Right. So, I also, I obviously, near nearish a river as well. So, we've got to have that capability to search. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Cool. Okay. Um, well, that's good. That's good as a positive. Yes. Outcome yeah. For them as well.
0: They've had a couple more shouts while I've been off call as well. Yeah. So.
1: Well, I think as far as the rescue course go, um, and I really enjoyed doing mine. Uh, it's a really busy weekend, and you're going to be diving. Uh, well a lot of the time will be spent above the water mm. um, you'll be on the water and there'll be some where you'll be under the water um, <laughs> and we dive uh, we, we do a lot of the training at a place called Weybridge at the Ocean Pit um, that the locals know, it's a big lake uh, it's not particularly that deep but the visibility is well it's, it's like diving in a stewed cup of tea, cup of tea. Let's put it that way. Yes. it's very <laughs> brown and, and when you're under you get different Shades of brown that space here, but it's great for training because you know you literally can't see. Mm. So, if you when you comes to doing the, the search patterns and things like that, you can't cheat and go, well, You know, he's over there actually <laughs> over here, 60 <laughs> yards away, and you just happen to find them. No, you really have got to search for them. Mm.
0: But you can't, see. would you be able to see your compass?
1: You, you can't hardly see your hand in front of your mouth.
0: No,
1: uh, when I did it, and um, yeah literally yeah it, it's very difficult it's difficult conditions but it can happen because you could be diving somewhere and i've been in the sea at Weybourne when it's been really lovely visibility the current change up come all this sand and stuff mm. comes up with the current and the visibility is gone yeah and I, you know i couldn't see my buddy next to me so yeah. it does happen so
0: well it's good to train in difficult conditions it is yeah, yeah definitely
1: so uh, yeah it's good uh, so you'll be doing that with the old Crystal Sea Scuba Yeah. Uh, I'll be there on Saturday yeah. uh, helping out as a DM so uh, yeah it'll be good looking forward to that and we've got the Ford Nugget that weekend we as have well.
0: yeah. we're having a delivery on Wednesday so yeah. we've got it for two weeks yeah. so we'll hello. be making use of that hello to everyone at
1: Ford <laughs> thank you very much that'll be uh, be good to putting that to use and we'll be sharing about that as well yeah. Um, so that's that. Um we was in the pool, weren't we, on Thursday?
0: Yes, we had a little session, uh, at Crystal Seas in the yep, pool. So yep. got
1: a scuba gear. Doing on. some training and scuba honey was doing some filming and I was doing a bit of filming, you was doing a bit of film and I've been I was been using the Hydro Naut um Freediving fins.
0: Mm. Yeah, they look very professional. Yeah,
1: they're really cool. So I'll be putting some uh pictures up on social media about them as well. So uh to share with everybody first time i had had even free diving things
0: yeah and we were also in the pool because we did some magic tricks
1: yes got practice magic yes so abacadabra (laughs) well that's a bit hard to say abacadabra when you've got a regulator (laughs) I I found that quite difficult
0: yeah yeah it was a good bit yeah I think they were successful weren't they yeah
1: I think so well you were (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah let's talk let's talk Ross Kemp yes now, I've seen various stuff about Ross Kemp, um, about his programme, um, good and more constructive comments.
0: His programme is Shipwreck Treasure Hunter. Yeah,
1: I have to say, on the outset, I enjoyed it as entertaining. Mm-hmm,
0: dramatic. Okay.
1: Yeah, um, and I think the constructive comments I've seen, it's been more about the dive, in which... You know, from Diver's point of view, yeah, I I, I get it, I get it.
0: Everybody can criticise and observe. I like
1: to think as well, like I said on the last one, on the couple of episodes ago, that, um, you know, it wouldn't have been easy filming. And I think as well, it's a bit like watching, and I don't, you know, we have reached out to Ross to come on and Mm -hmm. talk, and as yet he hasn't, he hasn't replied, um, for whatever reason. And We certainly (laughs) don't want to get him to come on. And ear bash him or anything like that. It'd be good to know more about the training. It right. would obviously, be. Yeah. We know the some of the people who he's trained with. Mm. And we we obviously we know Emily who he's dived with and things like that. Um, and you've got to remember as well, there's these TV programs are not just aimed at divers. They're not dive. They're not aimed at the diving community. They're, they're mm. aimed at people who probably be, have never dived probably will never, ever dive. The thought of diving probably scares the... Yeah, they're just sitting on their
0: sofas, you know, having an insight into something that they probably will never experience.
1: And that's who Ross is trying to appeal to, to make an entertaining show for somebody to watch on a Sunday night and go, wow, see that guy diving? What You know, he was doing some stuff. So, and we know, you know, because there's some seriously technical and um, learned divers who know all the history about these wrecks and things like that but you've got to remember there'll be people watching who won't know the history mm. won't have a clue about this stuff so for for him to portray discovering some of these wrecks like they've never been discovered before you've got to remember the bigger picture all
0: so the well, it's
1: drama, isn't it? It's is drama because if not, if it weren't drama, nobody would watch it. No, exactly. So and we, we f- wouldn't have f- films like I don't know, uh, you know, good films. And such <laughs> but th- there's got to be drama to make somebody sit there and watch it. Otherwise, they'll they'll just turn on watch EastEnders or something like that. Drama, it's got to it?
0: make TV. So,
1: but it has, yeah. yes,
0: there there has been social media.
1: My view mm-hmm. is a bit like. You know, I, I if, if Ross came on one of the questions I would ask him is how much diving experience he's had uh, before he'd done that. Because what occurs to what comes to me as a dive master looking at somebody doing what Ross was doing was I thought he was probably overloaded with uh, task loading because mm. he's in the water he's in at depth,
0: full face mask,
1: in current, not particularly great viz, right. He's having to think about where he's for the camera. He's Mm. thinking about his own buoyancy. He's thinking about using a full face mask. He's thinking about, you know, looking around, trying to see something interesting. And he's on a TV
0: set, so there will be take one, two, three, four.
1: Yeah. He's also thinking about, you know, uh, thinking about what he's got to say. You know, Um, he's got to think of something. You know, all these things you wouldn't normally... And when you... If you started doing an open water dive, right, you might have somebody in a group with a GoPro, maybe not something that we um, would agree to personally, but you might have somewhere mm. at most. But you wouldn't normally have a TV camera set. With you, <laughs> do you know what I mean? No, and
0: lots of other people around you that obviously you've got to
1: yeah. be so, conscious of. Uh, I would. It, it looked to me, and I, was, it looked to me like you know he's struggling with buoyancy quite a bit. Mm. And it's one of the hardest things to do, you know. Most divers, including myself, find buoyancy really early on difficult. Yeah, um, well. So but imagine having that with a TV camera and all yeah. that, and a full face mask in the sea, bad viz mm. uh, when you're trying to just sort out your own diving. Yeah,
0: you've got to give him credit for the things that he was yeah, literally yeah. thrown into. Yeah. So, uh,
1: yes, I, you know, you could we could say, you know, and. Uh, there's diving which could have been done better Mm. but I dare say same comments were made to Jack Cousteau
0: yes exactly so it's not not the first diving program and
1: things like that so uh, I still say I think it was a great entertaining show yes on the face of it yeah and I think
0: it's good for all divers to watch it it is and I
1: think um, you know if it wasn't for someone like Ross doing things like that he wouldn't you know, people who wouldn't necessarily dive would see what goes on underwater, mm. you know, because there'll be people who never watch stuff like Jack Cousteau or some of these other programmes. No, this is a bit... Uh, they mean, might not... only w- ever watch Steve Axel, or they might only ever watch Ross Kemp mm. you know. So yeah. uh, for that reason, I think um, it's a good show. You yeah. Know? And I think, again, if anyone watches it and think, ah, oh, let's give this diving business ago. Well that's a bonus then, then isn't it? That's fair comment. But you know? you
0: know anybody out there if you want to yeah.
1: It, uh, to me it was never it was never portrayed it was never put uh done just to what um you know win over the diving community.
0: No, yeah. no. No. So you know there's well, always better divers. There there's is. always better divers,
1: you know?
0: Everybody's got different you know things that they get out of diving. I dare
1: say there's tech divers and salty sea divers would look at me and go, Look at his fin, twin technique, look at his buoyancy, and things like that. And we'd go, Yeah, yeah, I know. But any uh,
0: criticism sort of that should be constructive.
1: It, it should be, yeah, I, I think so. But it would, I, I say again, you know, and I have messaged Ross and invited him to come on. It'd be great to know because we know some of the people involved. Yeah, it'd be really great to have him on um certainly not to give him a bashing about it but no. to big him up no, no well
0: he listened to his experience that's it's not about what we think it's about you it, know, uh, what he wants uh, to, to me
1: there's questions i've got questions you know about how much diving went on and his experience and has he ever dived before yeah you know, was that his first time i i don't think it was i think he has dived previously yeah. but not for some time
0: yeah oh
1: well we'll see you will mm. see so uh, ross you're out there come on get in contact and uh Let's hear from you. So uh, come on, the big scuba. Um, okay, so let's put that to bed. Uh, we'll say just very quickly. Uh, do write in and uh, let's have your th- writing.
0: Write in. <laughs> DM, us. The DM us. Email us. Yeah. Sorry, I thought <laughs> We'll get your pen and paper you. out and put yeah. a stamp it. James's
1: right <laughs> <Gem's> address. <laughs> uh, yeah. So be good to hear from you and hear your <laughs> thoughts anyway. Um, okay, Manta Trust, let's talk about the Manta, the Manta Trust. Manta Trust, have got the a Manta
0: little Trust, celebration. The Manta
1: Yes. Now, they were on some time ago, weren't they?
0: Yes, we um, interviewed, um, well, we've had several Manta um, representatives. Manta, the Manta, Manta Pacific, Pacific yeah, yeah,
1: and the Manta Trust. And um, so Manta, uh, the Manta Trust have got a Project Fiji now, we have, we've got listeners in Fiji.
0: We have. We have had.
1: Because we're now in 114 countries. Today.
0: Yeah, it wasn't so long ago. We were 101.
1: I know. So yeah, 114. So and there
0: are 185 countries in the world.
1: Yeah, so we're, quite, we're nearly getting around to them. So hello to uh, happy little listeners out in Fiji. Uh, send us a message to so say hello. Let us know you're listening. So the manta Trust have got a project out there. And they've now confirmed sightings of the first oceanic manta rays in fiji mm. um they've got a project going on and it's based in right near the capital suva suva, suva? i hope i pronounced that right um, and you can go to the manta trust either their social media or the website and they've got a great uh video mm. there and you can see all their uh, oceanic manta rays yes
0: yeah, worth having a look
1: yeah so uh, go, go give them a look and uh, Give them a bit of support as well. There's a support and thing for, for anyone who wants to support the project or give them a good thumbs up to send them a message to say, well done. Mm. Yeah, it's good to see these things.
0: Yeah, it's all good news out there.
1: Yeah. Um, also, um, we've got the o- One Ocean Foundation. Uh, they're talking about blue, blue carbon. Have you heard about this expression, and mangroves?
0: Not blue carbon, they're green.
1: Okay, so there's green carbon. So, like uh, the rain, we know that in the rainforest, uh, it stores a lot of carbon in the roots Mm. and in trees and things like that. So, they've now discovered that mangroves do the exactly same thing, but they call it blue carbon. Um, And there's a, a foundation who they've been looking into all this and they've discovered that in all these big mangroves, why we should have them is that they store, they're store they storing all the carbon. So these big mangroves, they're, they're drawing all the carbon out of oh. the atmosphere, mm. goes into the roots, goes into all the soil,
0: yeah, and then it
1: stays. It'll be there forever.
0: So it's stored.
1: Yeah. So as long as we don't go disturbing it and uh, digging them up or uh, cutting through them, mm. they'll be forever. Mm. So it's a real good reason to why we should look after our mangroves
0: yeah and look after any all our coastlines that includes salt marshes and seagrass as well
1: yeah so uh well done for that the one ocean foundation so go to their social media uh go to their website and uh, you'll be able to read out more all about that about how the mangrove why especially if you live in an area where there is mangrove
0: yeah and you do see you know some of these sailing programs if they're like in panama and places like that there's huge amounts of mangroves yeah a, yeah, yeah
1: yeah so they're like a big sponge soaking up all this carbon
0: yeah that's well, good that? to know yeah. there we go. it's a great finding it is,
1: <laughs> is. you've got some news
0: yeah um green fins they're another previous guest yeah. so um the reef world foundation they have just launched a new initiative, but it's not for directed at divers, it's snorkelers this time. Oh, so right. I think it's becoming more and more um, appreciated that snorkeling is a great way to get into the water, yeah. have an idea about ocean conservation, and sometimes it will lead to actual diving as well. Um, so they've brought out an initiative uh, for snorkelers and Greenfin's Environmental Best Practice for snorkelers so it will include things like uh, reducing toxic chemicals when entering the ocean like using safe sunscreens um checking out local laws and obviously using snorkel equipment so and it's great for the tourist industry because yeah. lots of places are now back open so there'll be more people snorkeling more people in the water so and you know e- an easy one to do is like getting your safe sunscreen on so yeah. see sea to stream it's all stuff that you can put on your skin to protect you from the sun, but it's not going to have any damaging effects on the water or the marine life.
1: All right, that's so, good then.
0: Yeah, so that's really good to see. Well,
1: is so. a really good way of getting people into diving as well, isn't it? You mm. know, um, yeah. And
0: getting comfy in the water as well. Is, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah, so well done, Reef World.
1: Excellent. We like it. Well done. Uh, last bit of news, a bit more local news this time, really, in the UK. Uh, so I saw this shed early in the week, and I thought, well, that'd be really cool to... Uh, just highlight it as well. There's um, a Just Given um, project going on at the moment based in Cornwall and the Isles of City uh, by Clean Ocean Sailing. Mm. Have you heard of them? No. So they are trying to raise £5,000 to collect and recycle another 55,000 kilogram of plastic pollution from the marine environment. a local Cornish voluntary organisation that dedicates themselves to cleaning the coastline and oceans uh, doing that sustainably under sail and raising awareness about uh, the ocean crisis They've already collected 55 tonnes of marine rubbish and they want to collect some more but what they need um, is a bit of dosh to help them do it
0: So there's a crowdfunding page I guess There's a a crowdfunding crowdfunding
1: page. page So go to the crowdfunding uh, website or the justgiven.com website, Yeah. look up clean ocean sailing, uh, they've raised £634 so far, wow. which is 12% of their target, they're trying to raise £5,000, so uh, look them up, give them mm. a bit of support, especially if you live in Cornwall or Devon, that sort of area. Yeah,
0: and every little helps, doesn't matter, Absolutely, you know, you're not even, for... just
1: a pound. Exactly. Just a pound. <laughs> right. Okie dokie, that's the news from us. Uh, let's talk about Chef Anton now. Um,
0: How did we come across him? We, we saw him on social media, I think, didn't we?
1: I come, I messaged him a while back. Mm. Um, and I think, yeah, I, I might have seen him on social media. And uh, so what Chef do, does, he teaches instructors. And he's also he's a master scuba instructor. So he teaches... Uh, other instructors, and uh, he's also um, you know, um, a practicing instructor, so he teaches people for their open waters as mm-hmm. well in America. He's based in America, and uh, he is part of their way of you know, getting people to relax in the water. He'll do simple tricks,
0: yeah. He in his previous what he still is, he was a magician. Um, oh, that he's, is been, he's j- been on
1: main time TV, so he does lot of um, pool hustling and Mm. I think it's, is that the right phrase, hustling? Yeah. He does a lot of magic, a lot of of tricks on the pool table. Yeah. Uh, He's been on primetime American TV um, with Penn and Teller Mm -hmm. uh, on Fool Us, you know, which is a big show. Hello to the Penn and Teller gang as well. (laughs) Um, So, and uh, and their podcast. And, you know, he's done lots of uh, fun things, you know. Yeah, and, he's uh, a fun character, isn't he? Quite a, quite he, a character yeah, as well. Huge. So you're going to really enjoy this. Uh, really good um, conversation we have with him. It's, you know, it's it's he's, he's, you know, he's fun. he He's looking. He's looking for UK instructors because at the minute there's no UK instructors who can teach magic underwater.
0: Exactly. Now it's
1: recognised by Paddy. We've checked. Paddy, you know, it is it's like a, a
0: speciality. It is a
1: speciality course that yeah. you can learn. And if you're an instructor, you can learn how to then teach it. chef. Chef will actually teach you how you can then teach yeah. some of your students. And, and they are really simple little tricks, aren't yeah. they?
0: Yeah. And I was really disappointed there was no instructor in the UK. There's none. I was keen to do it. So
1: come on, who's <laughs> going to be the first? Let's put a challenge out there to all the instructors out there who are listening. Who's yes. Going to, Who's going to be the first? Who's got an idea? Some There must be one instructor out there who enjoys magic.
0: But the one thing about these magic tricks that are done underwater is they all have a safety diving aspect to them. So it is. yeah. You know, it's while you're carrying out the magic tricks, you're controlling your buoyancy, You know, something to do on a safety stop, and all the um, gear used to do the magic, like elastic bands and cards, they're not disposed of in the water. They're no. all reusable, so yeah, and so, which is really
1: good. It is, yeah. So uh, you know, it's all good. Um, and like I say Paddy got behind it as well, which yeah, is really, really cool, and really so signed yeah. it off. Yeah. Uh, and I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have done that if that was, if no. they felt that was wrong.
0: No. And uh, Chef has also given us a link. Um, he's shared one of his magic tricks with us. Yes.
1: So we'll be put sharing all about that. Um, Okay, well, I think that's enough for us running (laughs) on. Yes. We'll better get our guest on. Let's get him on. Abracadabra. (laughs) Okay, Chef, Uh, we've got today, we've got Chef Anton, who's our very first magician (laughs) and underwater magician, and he's managed to uh, mix the two and now teaches, as part of a paddy speciality how you can do a bit of magic underwater, especially when you are doing your safety stop. How cool is that? So with us is uh, usual. We've got myself and Gemma and Chef Anton. So Chef, take it away. Tell us about how you got into diving and uh, and magic. What came first? Was it diving or was it magic?
2: Hey guys. Uh, Yeah, uh, actually magic came first for me. I've been doing magic since I was about four years old. Um, I was on a show called Penn & Teller's Fool Us. You guys sure. wanna watch a fun video, go on YouTube, just type in Pen & Teller, Chef Anton, it'll, it'll come up, you'll kind of get a feel for who I am and what I do. Uh, but yeah, I've been a performing magician since I was 18 and uh, been making a living at it uh, you know, ever since. Uh, I've been diving, I've got a little over 500 dives now, I've been diving about three years actually. I got into diving pretty late in the game. Uh, but I'm currently a master scuba diver trainer, and next week I'm actually going to Rainbow Reef to get uh, to IDC staff instructor, uh, which is like the third highest thing that you can get to in scuba, and I should be master instructor by about the end of the year. So, oh,
1: wow. So right, say, at the top of the, uh, yeah. right at the top of the ladder then.
2: Yeah, yeah, right one below course director. But I think I want to tap out before I get to course director. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Brilliant. Um, so yeah, what, made but, uh, you, what made you decide you wanted to dive?
2: Um, you know, I, I'm a water guy. So I've always been involved in water sports. Uh, a number of years ago, went snorkeling with my wife and kids and we just had the greatest time. And it was about three or four years ago that my wife and I were at Dominican Republic. And we saw this pool and it had a sign that says, learn to scuba, just ask Eddie. That, that's all the, all the signs said. As we walked around, Eddie. Eddie, where's Eddie? This sounds interesting. And this guy just—he was really cool. And I said, my first question to him was, Eddie, should we learn to scuba dive? What do you think? And his exact words to me—and I say this to all my students—is, I would be doing you a disservice not to teach you because this will change your life. This will change your your everything. And I was like, all right, you know. So we did a s- discover you know scuba diving in a pool. And the second I could breathe underwater, and just I, that was it. I was completely hooked, I mean, instantly. Swam around, it's a, the very next day, we went out on the boat, went into the open water to do Discover Scuba Diving. And within a couple of minutes, the guy lets me go and just, I'm kind of doing my own thing. Not Honestly, not realizing how much danger I was probably in because I really didn't know much about anything at the time other than this is really fun. And um, got certified right after that. Uh, we got half the certification done in Dominican, did the other half here at the States and boy, just been off and running ever since. I couldn't learn enough about scuba. So I got every certification imaginable, became an instructor and then became certified to teach just about every scuba thing imaginable.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. And is your wife still diving as well?
2: Yeah, my wife is a, a just got her 100th dive. Um, oh, we wow. just got back from a resort, the Coco View Resort out in Honduras, which is beautiful. So yeah, she's a very avid diver. She's an incredible photographer. Um, if you see the book and the Scoop Magician book or website, she took most of the pictures. If she's not in the picture, she took the picture yeah, or shot the video. So, yeah, she's been really, really helpful with it.
0: Yeah, no, that's really good. And have you dived in up, around the world or mostly sort of locally to you?
2: Yeah, it's a, a lot of Southern California. Um, um, and then Mexico, um, Air is our favorite dive site. Uh, than Honduras that we just went to. We plan on traveling a whole lot more. The COVID obviously put a lot of dampers on us traveling, but uh, yeah, we. You know, she especially is a warm water diver. You know, I've got dry suits, I've got everything. She would much prefer the uh, 85 degree water of the Caribbean than, you know, the cold California waters. Fair enough. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah so you've dived in a dry suit,
2: have you? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a dry suit instructor as well as a dry suit diver, so In Southern California, the water can be in the mid fifties and for me, I'd rather be warm and be in the, uh, for the, for the the listeners. And and if you you hear this thing in my lap, this is Goomba. He's a Ah. 12 week old uh, pug. Um, so he's having a chew toy because if i set him down he'll scream and cry because he misses his dad so (laughs) i'll just keep him here in my lap that's what it is
0: (laughs) it's not your stomach
2: (laughs) no it's not my stomach
0: right yeah was really good so what point did you then decide to combine diving and your magic tricks
2: It, it is kind of an odd combination at first when people first hear about it Um, Where it started from is that I'm what they call a trade show sales entertainer. So this means that I work for like Fortune 500 companies. I work in their trade show booth and I'm trying to teach their sales message to an audience. I use magic as the vehicle to do that. So whether I'm selling light bulbs or pitching, you know, uh, carpets or whatever, I figured a magic trick that's fun and interesting that I can combine that what we call a sales messaging where I combine their message into the magic and the, the, the rule that I followed for 30 years is that magic makes the message more memorable. Also makes yeah. it more fun. But you know, it's more likely to stick when you've got a cool magic trick. So when I was learning to become an instructor, I was using magic in my presentations. I was using magic in my teaching because it's very natural for me. I'm like, here's a message I have to teach an audience. Well, how do I do that? I always use magic. And so at my IDC, my instructor development course, the course director had never seen anything like this. When I went to the IE, I got a perfect score because they're like, this is just the craziest thing that we've ever seen. But many says, I will always remember this presentation. I'll always remember how you talked about narcosis or decompression sickness. And mm-hmm. so it kind of became natural. I'm like, well, I've really got something here. And so when I became an open water instructor and I had my first class, Again, it was natural for me to use magic as an icebreaker to make them feel more comfortable with me. Um, in the pool when they were a little bit anxious and like that kind of thing, I do a little a card trick, just a quick card trick. And it just kind of relaxes them. They're like, this is just, you know, it's different. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. And where, where I really realized that I had something was on my very first open water dive with a student. I had a, a mom, a 13 year old girl, a 10 year old boy. And we go to uh, the open water dive where we have to go like down the, the dive rope. And this boy in the pool was like a merman, right. He was fantastic. We get in the open water, big, vast, open, you know, 100 foot visibility, and he's just overwhelmed, right. I'm the first one down the line, he's the second one down the line, and his eyes get, you know, as big as saucers, Freaks out if he could have like levitated above the water, you know, he would have. He was like this scared. He says, I'll never go underwater again. I'll never take a shower. I'll never take a bath. I'm Mm -hmm. not doing it. He starts crying. The mom is crying. The daughter is crying. The mom's going, I'm sorry. We shouldn't have done this. They're too young. They're too this. And I go, it's okay. I said, Before we kick in, I said, We're going to go in right now. But before we do, let me show you one quick trick just to kind of settle everyone down. And the kid goes, Well, I like your magic tricks. And so I started the trick above water. The next part of the trick, he has to put his face in the water because my hands are under the water. And I just start working him down the line.
1: Yeah. And then the
2: next thing you know, by the time the trick is over, we're 20 feet down the line. And the kid looks around, looks at his mom and goes, eh, and he goes swimming off and that was it. Never had an issue ever again. But if I didn't have that that's something to distract him at that moment, we're probably the course is over, right? And I'm like first class, I'm devastated and all. So I mm-hmm. realized, I said, this is a really good teaching aid let alone for the end divers, that they get something like you say, how many times can we play rock, paper, scissors during a safety stop, right? Tic-tac-toe, rock, paper, scissors, we're just looking at things, two minutes and 30 seconds still left. You know, it's like, it just feels like it's an eternity. Well, do a card trick for somebody, do a little rope trick or something. It's, you know, it's fun. And they're all tied back to scuba. So there's like a scuba lesson to be learned from it. So they're kind of reinforcing concepts we're teaching them. It's fun, it's different um so yeah you know why
1: not (laughs) that's cool so um your cards, so they got like plastic covers and you know yeah so they don't go all funny and how then how i can't imagine so uh how does it work have you got like a a whole pack or do you just take a few down with you
2: oh no so when when people buy into the course whether it's an instructor or student they get what's called an it ain't magic kit um right here So it comes in this uh, this box uh-huh. and it, a box full of magic tricks. So this is cards and ropes and wet notepads and, you know, little sponge balls and carabiners. But all these things are designed for, for magic tricks. Yeah. So the cards are underwater cards. They're actually drilled at the bottom of the cards. So if you imagine if this was a deck of cards drilled right here and they've got a key ring through them. So they're tethered to each other. Mm-hmm. And they're tethered from right. then to, them to so you. So
1: kind of like a small instructor card that an instructor might take down with them. Yeah, exactly. Just that—that's the, the
2: concept of it. But yeah. it's a full deck of cards, and I teach people magic tricks that they can do with the cards, even as they are. The cards can be shuffled. You could do all kinds of cool stuff with it. Yeah. So yeah. The, the course is designed for non-magicians to be able to do magic tricks. So the magic tricks, while they're simple to a professional they're mind-boggling and impossible if you don't know the secret. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, yeah. We're not trying to turn someone into like a sleight-of-hand artist. We're trying to just teach them concepts of magic. But yeah. everything is designed with a number one diver safety in mind, right? So yeah. all the props, all the, everything has to be good for divers, good for the environment in case they were dropped. Um, but yeah, they're very well thought out as far as um their their makeup and how to use them but yeah it's a it's a regular deck of cards in this example
1: so a question i've got is um and i don't know whether you've had this or whether it's possible is it possible that you could take a new diver down and they'll be so concentrated on your magic trick that they won't equalize or things like that
2: oh no no remember the 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 scuba magic is really designed for a safety stop right Mm -hmm. that's primarily while we do it so we've done a dive we're now at our safety stop. We're, you know, we've given the signal, three minute safety stop. So they're kind yeah. of settled in either holding onto a line. If it's a new diver, you know, they've got a downline that they can hold on to, yeah. or they're just kind of, you know, we could be at 15 feet of water. So we could be on a sandy bottom and just kind of hanging out for the, okay. you know, the gas out. And then we do the magic tricks. The, yeah. the, the, the real rules that we really follow is that the magic is never done in an environment where it would detract from anybody's dive.
1: Right. So you're not going to okay.
2: wreck you're not going to do it. You know, on a deep dive, that'd be dangerous. We're doing yeah. shallow water. It's really the the end of a dive, you know, kind of a thing. It's like getting a ice cream sundae on your birthday, right? That you yeah. weren't expecting. This here's just a little something. Yeah, the, and it
0: must make people look forward to their safety stop. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's it's something in the book. We talk about how to um, ask for permission from a group of divers before the dive to let them know what you're doing, so that you don't blind sign somebody with hey pick a card <laughs> you know Absolutely. they're like where did this you know come from so if i'm with a group of divers you know I'll introduce myself and say you know i do this cool magic during a safety stop and if you guys are interested in seeing it like here's the signal and if i give you the signal and you give me the signal back that means that you want to so, right so
1: for our podcast listeners what's the signal
2: Oh, I'm doing a, like a, a finger on the nose. It's a, 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 it's in con man world. This is like, you're in the know, is you're, you're okay. in the know. So if you, if you Yeah, you're it, in the know,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That in, in it's like, we're, we, we know it like a secret sign, right? Yeah. This is something that's not a scuba sign. So this, you wanna see magic? They go, yeah, and go, all right. And then you do it. A... <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so it's always done at the end of the dive or sometimes you get to a dive site you know, I'm sure you've had this, you bring a friend to a dive site that you love and it's just, it's bad conditions, right? It's just, there's turbidity, the fish aren't really animated that day, you know, whatever. And your friend's like, really? You know, this is is what you brought? Well, if you've got a couple of two, three magic tricks to do, they will always remember this dive because if they've never seen it before, it's just something really cool about it so yeah. if you're a dive master you can get more tips you know do a little trick on a dive for somebody if you're with some buddies it's just something to show them that's you know new and different and if you're an instructor it also has the the value of being a non-diving training aid so yeah. i mean, it really helps everybody all involved
1: yeah yeah it's right i remember um at our christmas party a diving christmas party uh, yeah. a couple of years ago and uh, they had a a magician who i believe he was a diver as well and he okay. went around us he went around us uh, on our while we were, um sort of drinking and you know chatting and what have you yeah and uh, he was doing mac card tricks yeah and i've never had a magician come up to me to do <laughs> the card trick and i was like right i'm gonna get her out i'm gonna <laughs> I, i'm gonna watch way this you know watch out for the slider hand and fight yeah. the hand and all that and, yeah, he got me, got me twice. Uh, <laughs> oh, no,
2: that's yeah. bad news. You know, <laughs> yeah, done, done correctly, magic's invisible. You know, yeah. even if you know what to look for when it's done correctly, there's literally nothing to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so the, the nice thing is the magic that we're teaching people, they can actually do above water or below water. So it's a way to, you know, meet some new friends. Um, if you're amongst a group of scuba divers, they will particularly like it because it's like scuba-related magic. Yeah, um, yeah. But you know, and, and also think about it this way for like a non-diver, someone's never dove before and we're trying to show them an example of how color red gets absorbed underwater, right? And yeah, they go, what yeah. do you mean the red disappears? Well, I've got a magic trick that you can do on land that will show them that exact effect. And they you're like, imagine oh, now wow. we're feet down and then the paddle that you had in your hand changes magically into like this grayish color. But now as we came back up again, then all of a sudden the red comes back again. Um, I've got a thing for doing narcosis you know how do you explain to somebody the effects of narcosis at 100 feet well I've got a magic trick that can simulate that for them so it's a, a great for like dive briefings right this dive we're gonna do a deep dive effects of narcosis might kick in let me show you what that might feel like but now we're on the safety of land mm-hmm. um, so, you know great for instructors but also good for a non-diver to kind of introduce them to how you tell somebody about nitrogen absorption
1: so I've got what, to ask. So when you approached Paddy and say, "Right, I'll, you know, this is what I want to do," what sort of feedback did you get from Paddy about that?
2: They they went ape blank, <laughs> ape. <beep. laughs> they they love the idea. Really? Uh, in fact, the the idea actually came from the instructor's exam. When I was at the IE, was the first time one of them goes, "I've in my thirty five years of being an examiner, I've never seen anything like this ever." He goes, oh, wow. "You really have something here. You should you should talk to Paddy about it." And originally my thought was, oh, maybe they want me to come in to like show new students this, to like relax them or to, here's how I do a presentation, you know, just like a fun an aside. Um, but then as I started like developing it and then I reached out to Patty and I said, you know, I want to do this distinctive outline, um, you know, on, on Scuba Magic, they go, we don't have anything like this. And as it started morphing, they go, you're talking about something that's far more than pull a quarter out from somebody's ear. And what they meant by it was, this is going to help instructors. This is going to help divers. Think about this, is a, a diver that's learning to do the magic tricks. They're learning to task load. So okay. their buoyancy skills have to be good. They have to be able to manage an audience, you know, angles and that kind of thing. So they're kind of taking on like a dive master's role as a student still, they're going to learn skill sets that would help them later if they wanted to become a dive professional. How do you position your audience? How do you make sure that everyone's safe? How do you check for air on everybody between tricks so that there's no out of air things? So you're getting them situationally aware of things that most divers really wouldn't be. So you're actually training a regular diver to become a professional at a later point. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of like the Mr. Miyagi and karate kid they don't realize how many skills they're actually learning that will help them as a dive professional until much later in the game. So, you know, it, so Patty was all about it. They, they have predicted this will be their, their most popular and most well-received distinctive ever. They think that this is gonna really just, you know, I've had course directors say this will revolutionize the way that scuba training is done. Yeah, uh,
0: it sounds, it, yeah, amazing that it's kind yeah. of brings in other skills. So your fellow friends who are divers, what was their reception of it when they said you're going to do a course involving magic underwater?
2: <laughs> of course, you get the the head tilting like the dog confused. <laughs> you're like, huh? You, really? You're, you're is this really what you're what you're thinking of? So the, the first impression that a lot of people get when they don't know anything about it, and you say scuba magician, you kind of get the, are you serious? You know, is this is this a joke or is this real kind of a thing when they see it actually applied that's when it kind of kicks in when they see the videos youtube videos or whatever and they kind of see outside they go okay this is this is actually really fun Uh, my friends know that i'm extremely driven person i did this for two years it took two years to develop this course so it wasn't like an overnight thing and i worked hand in hand with patty to you know write the book develop the course accordingly so that i knew that they were going to be on board with it Um, But, yeah, I mean, friends that that know me, they've seen me doing this kind of stuff for a very long time. So I don't think it caught them off guard. Is it on Paddy's website? What's
1: that? Is it on Paddy's website?
2: Um, It is in the Undersea Journal this month. So uh, they did an entire article about it. Uh, It'll be in Undersea Journal um, quarter one and quarter two. Um, it's not a listed as a, it's not listed on their website, or if it is, it's pretty buried because there's a lot of distinctives, you know, Mm -hmm. and they have to give equal time to everybody. Um, but, uh, I'm hoping at some point that Patty will actually adopt this as a, a regular specialty. Yeah. Adopted it, that it actually does apply towards a master scuba diver, uh, rating. So to get master, you have to have five specialties. Scuba magician actually now counts as a specialty. Um, So, you know, that's pretty, pretty cool that uh, they can actually take this course and get credit towards a big end goal.
0: So I could, because I've just done my uh, open water and advanced open water. So, you know, I'm thinking what specialities I should do. So I could do this. You
2: could do a magician. Yes, absolutely. You know, and right now what we're looking for is instructors. You know, obviously people that that uh, want to take advantage of this specialty, um students if they don't have an instructor in their area can still take the course they do the online version they still get the kit they get everything the only thing i can't do is certify them until they're in front of an instructor but they yeah, can still yeah. learn all the still the same skill sets they can learn all the magic tricks they can they can learn everything uh, you know with it so if there's not an instructor in your area we just need to start reaching out to instructors in your area and say hey you should look at this course because so
1: my next question is have you got any instructors in, in the uk
2: Um, I believe, actually, I know that we do. Uh, We signed up at DEMA. We signed up 181 instructors in those four days that DEMA was. And then we're now approaching 500. Um, So worldwide, we currently have 500 uh, scuba magician instructors, or at least they're training to be, because they have to go through the course themselves. They don't need to get certified by me. Uh, The way that I wrote it is that you don't need to be a certified scuba magician, to be a school magician instructor the reason why is that right now i'm the only instructor so you know they couldn't no one else can get certified unless they came to my to california so i didn't want to limit it um, but they will get still get training from me uh, but yeah there are school magician instructors uh, in the uk uh, absolutely we just signed up one in japan and malaysia we got one in dubai um, and we now have course directors that are signing up to be instructor trainers. So now they can teach the instructors to become scuba magician.
1: <laughs> they can try
2: to teach their instructors to be scoop magician instructors. So yeah. levels up. <laughs> that's
0: amazing. So you know, I better have a chat to Crystal Seas and sign me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. And like I said, and if they're if there's not an instructor there yet, that's a perfect opportunity to make an introduction. Let me talk to them about it. Um, you know, highly beneficial for instructors because the Magic that they learn in the course is actually applicable to any scuba class. So they can, we have a database, they've got a fish ID magic or fish ID class coming up. We have a magic trick specifically designed for that class that they could either do during their dive debriefing or underwater with their students. So it's so much more than simply learning it to teach my course. You can use this magic to enhance any course. Because again, as we said earlier, magic makes the message more memorable. So if you're wanting the students to remember a key point, that's what the course is all about.
0: Yeah, so what uh, level of diver do you have to be to do the um, magician course? Are you...
2: Yeah, you simply need to be open water certified and 10 years old to, to wow. be able to take the course. So yeah, we made it as open as we possibly could. Yeah. Um, the way that the course works, just to, you know, for viewers and information, is uh, they get the uh, book and their kit uh, from the instructor. The book is called the School Magician Handbook and that has all of the safety things that they really need to be aware of. When to perform it, where to perform it. It's a, you know, 90 pages and it's really drilling the, the concepts of diver safety. Yeah. Then they get the It Ain't Magic Kit that I showed you earlier. That gets them access to a video library And it's me teaching them one-on-one on on the the video uh, how to do all the magic tricks that are involved in the course they learn they have access to learning 24 different tricks to get certified you're going to do six of them so your instructor will select the six that he wants you to focus on so you you'll say here are the six you'll watch my videos you'll learn them practice them you get together with him they do a little bit of land practice with you hop in a pool then you get to do it now for the first time underwater working on the skills and then it's two open water dives and then you do three tricks on each dive
1: yeah. so that,
2: okay. that's what, what's involved with certification um another fun thing that we do as part of the certification is we play underwater charades and you can do this above water or below but for example how do you tell somebody that your card is the jack of spades it's not we don't have a hand signal for it right it does it doesn't exist in the world so you have to think of a creative way to communicate to somebody you know, jack of spades or cut the rope or shuffle the cards or something like that. So again, these are really good um, non-diving training aids that it's helping people with underwater communication. So we're getting them thinking outside of the box on how do I communicate in nonverbal ways, these odd concepts that might come up when you're doing a magic trick for somebody. So we get a a list of of things that we want a student to teach and we videotape them and they're hysterical trying to get somebody to say, you know, (laughs) queen of clubs and what do they come up a guy's got a bat and he's like clubbing something <laughs> <He's> <laughs> oh he's a queen. And yeah so it's it's very funny to see what they what they come up with but again it's just getting them thinking a little bit is what why we do that exercise
1: yeah it sounds like um you've really put a lot of thought and uh time into you know perfecting this yeah and um, that can't be ne- easy
2: yeah yeah because i mean i know thousands of magic tricks but I had to apply ones that applied back to scuba. They were easy enough to do for a non-magician. They were still a real fooler, you know, for for non-magician to be able to perform it and still have all the safety considerations in mind that, you know, we yeah. have to do this underwater. We have to be able to do this without taking a regulator out of her mouth and all those kind of things. So, yeah, all the tricks that we selected, there's a, there's a reason behind it. They're not just you know, random so tricks. So
1: did you fool Penn and Teller?
2: you're going to have to go on to, uh, <laughs> to, <laughs> to the youtube and watch it that's how i keep getting views <laughs>
0: <Cool>. <laughs> uh, so for any um kind of very new divers or even people that think they might try diving this might be like a real cat a carrot to kind yeah. of like get them in the water yeah
2: great for families you know to get mm. younger you know, get them off their ipads get them off their iphones get them diving get them outside it's teach true. them a couple magic tricks it's Good for socialization, you know, good for school. I mean, there's so many applications that magic helps you. I mean, I've gotten out of speeding tickets from a cop because I happen to have a deck of cards. He saw it, he goes, Why do you have a deck of cards? I'm like, no why? Oh. And then all of a sudden, you know, he wants to see a magic trick and then he's like all right you know slow down or, or
1: whatever i have to try that one yeah <laughs> I, I speed no
2: yeah 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 not about speeding but yeah, yeah. but i mean but it, i mean it's funny the things that you can kind of get yourself in and out of yeah. or you know you want to uh, someone did something really special for you a clerk at a store did something super nice went out of their way you know what show them a little magic trick you know it just magic goes along as you were talking about that guy that fooled you and he goes, Oh, my God, he fooled me twice. You're going to remember that for a long time. Yeah, I tell yeah.
1: you. And uh, I did remember that. And uh, yeah. and I was like, I was so determined. To, <laughs> I was going to figure him out. And I was, like, yeah. I was watching his hands, watching what he's doing with the cards, everything. And, yeah. Yeah, it still fooled me.
2: Yeah, there's a great story of me when I was a uh, you know younger guy, yeah. just getting into magic. Kind of knew some stuff, but not a whole lot. And here's this really good world-class magician that's performing at an event. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna figure him out. I'm gonna figure out how he does this thing. And what drove me nuts was that he would have a card selected and then it would end up under somebody's drinking glass. And so I watched and I go, what he goes, Do you know where your card is? He goes, Where? He goes, It's under the drinking glass. And they like, oh man, and everyone lost it. Their- well, I watched the set again like an hour later. And he goes, You know where the card is? And he goes, Where? It goes under the drink. And he got me again. I'm like, wait, no, like three <laughs> times, and I never saw. So the fourth time, I don't take my eye off the drinking glass, right? The whole show. I'm watching, I'm like, I'm just gonna figure out this one thing. And he goes, You know where the card is? And I'm like, Okay, here's the moment. And he goes, It's right there under the ashtray. And he put it like six inches away from the drinking glass under an ashtray because he knew. I was watching the drinking glass and he gives me a wink and goes, I got you again. Didn't I kid? And I was like, Oh, and he was at that point. That I'm like, okay, now I got to learn how all this magic stuff works. Cause you know, it made such an impression on me.
1: I like what you say. And um, I tell you what, anything that gets our kids off the phones for a little while, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, phones are with us, you know, as simple as that, you know, yeah. and mm-hmm. but anything that gets our kids off the phones and, doing something else and focusing and you know uh being interactive with each other is a yeah. positive thing it's a yeah thing.
2: And, and interactive with the family because yes. right? you know, learn these tricks together and practice them together and have fun yeah. so yeah so we've got uh, kids Sea camp which is a, a very big organization um they're bringing us in in 23 for a number of weeks to, you know, certify a lot of families They're actually bringing us in this year to kind of introduce it to everybody. But yeah, and organizations that have like kids sea camps or uh, any kind of like get together like that. It's great, you know, seminar for people to be able to watch and enjoy. We have a seminar called the Abra seminar, cool. where we kind of, you know, what we do and, and how it works is just kind of a, it's a magic show, you know, it's a yeah. magic show for scuba people.
1: Yeah. So how did you cut down to the actual because as you say, there's thousands of different tricks you can do, so yeah. how did you, you must have like a favorite and a top 10 of tricks, so how do, how do you cut that down into something that's easy to, and you know that someone else will be able to easily be able to pick that up? What was the deciding factor? Um,
2: there were a number of factors in selecting any scuba magician magic trick, and I talk about this in the book, They're like, they had to meet certain qualifications. Um, first and foremost, it had to be able to be performed safely. So it couldn't be anything that diver safety was going to be an issue to be able to perform it. Um, number two, it had to be good for the environment. So it wouldn't yeah. bring something down. You're not going to bring a, an egg to crack an egg underwater because you're, you know, you're polluting. So again, th- these were considerations. Um, the biggest consideration was that it had to be simple enough that you can do as a non-magician, knowing that people are still playing with their buoyancy and being able to do things, and an audience can be able to understand what's going and then the last consideration was that it had to tie back to scuba so yeah. it couldn't just be a random trick there has to be a scuba lesson to be learned from it and so i just started looking at the effects and what can you know what meets all these criteria and, and then you know say yep these will will work but we're um, continuing to add into this database that they get so when you sign up for the course, you get access to what we call our inner circle database, which is a video gallery of tricks. Well, we're gonna have you know eventually probably hundreds of tricks on there. The the course itself will still have like the core six that you're gonna do, but the instructors will have a greater variety of tricks that they can select from.
1: Yeah. Right.
2: You know, as we keep adding to this and figuring out what people are liking and you know, going from there. Um, the other thing that was important to me was to have. Um, non-diving training aids that were still related to scuba like a wet notepad that it was useful prop that you wouldn't just be bringing it down for a dive for a magic trick and that's all that you're going to do with it. Mm -hmm. So it still has a wet notepad but my wet notepads have magic tricks built into them so that the magic trick is already on the wet notepad so you already have it with you well now you can kind of kill two birds with one stone Um, using props like rope or carabiners or bolt snaps things that we're going to as divers Have on us was something that I really wanted to be able to have. Was that these are objects that we would have, and here's how you can use them for magic? Yeah,
0: that's really good because it makes it really sustainable, then, doesn't it? It's just, yeah,
2: yeah, no, yeah. And if anything gets lost, we have replacement parts and all that, you know, lost, damage, you know, whatever. But they're really high quality products. We really pride ourselves, we we didn't go chintzy on any of this. We try to keep the course at a minimal, you know, just making small profits. Um, but we did not take away the quality on anything that was you know number one for me Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah so as a magician are you always learning new tricks
2: yeah yeah the the nice thing and 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 i'm glad that you brought up this question because it applies back to what we're talking so within the magic community we have like what we call the inner circle which basically means that once you're kind of accepted in people share anything with you. They'll share any secret, any, anything, because you're like a made guy, right? So (laughs) you've taken the time, you've done the art, you've studied, you've worked, you're giving something back. And so now people will will give unto you. So as an instructor, as a scuba magician instructor, one of the benefits that they get is that we're creating this infrastructure of like-minded instructors that want to share their tips and secrets from any class that they've learned. So uh, when you sign up as an instructor with us, they gain access an invitation. It's invite only, it's like a Facebook page that's scuba magician instructor only. Yeah, and yeah. here we can now share successes, challenges. We can talk very openly because it's just instructors. We don't have to worry about students reading something. Um, and we talk about like we did a, a thing that last week about deep diving. What are the experiments that you use for deep diving compression? So we've got like water bottles. And then somebody else said they use a, a mannequin head and like a styrofoam head and it will shrink like a head shrink compression. No. They're just thinking like the foam head. I never heard of that before. It's like, how awesome is that? said <laughs> they, they've done the right. same thing with like a styrofoam cup. So and it happens cup, afterwards? its shape, but just proportionately shrinks down. Yeah. Uh, I, I had one that I love. The guy says, we show him a baseball on the surface, and we say, what do you think will happen at depth? And they put it in like one of those little glass containers like would you display your baseball with? And students yeah. go, well, I don't think anything. And what they do is they swap it for an identical foam baseball. They bring it down, well, now it shrinks down. Ah. And students are led to believe that the baseball did that. Well, now it's kind of like effects of narcosis also. Well, as a logical person up here, you realize they couldn't have compressed, but at 100 feet, you actually bought into that. So that's already telling you your thinking might've been slowed down. Mm -hmm. So I love this kind of stuff because it's instructors just sharing secrets. The idea of doing it in our own instructor only group is that we're all forward thinking, right? All these instructors are signing up with me or people thinking a little bit outside of the box and willing to share these kind of ideas. Because a lot of instructors quite frankly, won't. I, I never could understand that. But it's like nope this is my secret i'm gonna hold on to it i don't want anyone else to know it. this is mine i'm like don't we all want to be better teachers don't we want to have better students
0: yeah exactly yeah and obviously progression you exactly don't... yeah that's
2: a... yeah if not we're always recreating the wheel right why can't we all just keep making the wheel better by sharing ideas and i, I found just on other group forums they just either don't share, or then you got the naysayers, that want to slap you down, then you're like embarrassed to ask a question, because 10 people are going to say something really negative about you for asking a question. Well, our forum is like safe haven, right? It's, it has two rules. Number one, be positive. Number two, follow rule number one. That's it. <laughs> so as long as everyone's kind of sharing and being, you know, positive. So again, these are benefits that the instructors get by signing up for the course it's so much more than the course that's the thing that i want instructors to understand it's really building a community to make better instructors therefore making better divers out of our students and just building this community the scuba community as a whole in you know taking it to uh, the next level
1: yeah Um, i've got to ask how's the magic community taken to this because then um isn't it kind of frowned on uh you know magicians explain how tricks are done
2: (laughs) not at all in in this case because we're there there's a feeling amongst the community that by sharing secrets with other people that it adds to magic because people Mm -hmm. are like oh wow this i kind of know the secret to this and now you want to see if you could figure out somebody else but the stuff that i do like at the magic castle or from performing on tv these are really high-end sleight of hands that you know, are probably still going to fool you. So you kind of feel like you maybe gained something, but you still get fooled by watching them. Yeah, um, yeah. The feeling amongst the magicians in our forums is, well, you're just creating more interest in magic. You're bringing magic now underwater, you know, and everybody wins by doing that. Yeah. Because we feel a lot of our magician, our school magicians will maybe want to take on magic. They'll start doing it underwater. They'll go, this is really fun. But now I don't want to be limited by scuba magician stuff i want to learn other things that i couldn't do underwater and can generate a lot of interest in that uh, that variety as well
1: yeah Yeah. because there's um have you had any uh people from the magic castle uh then want to go hey the scuba diving business i want to give that go
2: yep absolutely yeah i've had a lot of magicians that saying this sounds really fun and so yeah it's kind of helped both communities right it's generating an interest in scuba that might not have been there before going wow I'm a great magician I like underwater but I never thought about this as something I could do now this seems really fun to me I want to get into scuba and then you got the scuba people going this sounds really interesting and maybe I want to get into magic so it's kind of cross-feeding both communities and just creating you know interest in it and awareness and if nothing else even if the guy doesn't want to be a scuba diver or doesn't want to be a magician they're going to see why I like scuba diving and why I like magic. And it's like, it's sharing that that passion with somebody that I think is a really big thing as a, the community as a whole. I remember a guy that was a a stamp collector, right? I couldn't think of a more boring thing on the face of the earth than to be like a stamp collector. And I said to him, I said, all right, explain to me why you like this. You know, what's your passion about stamp collecting? And he opened up this book and he goes, you see this little picture and it's got the stamp and it's got this little, guy and he's on a mast of a boat right he's a he's a black guy he's kind of hanging off of the boat like he was looking for land or something I go yeah he goes you see this one it doesn't have the guy and he goes same exact stamp but they misprinted the guy And go yeah he goes the one with the guy is a common one and it's you know it's worth 49 cents the one without the guy is worth two million because there was three ever made and I have one of them wow, and I was like, wow okay now I'm starting to see what It's these subtle differences or the evolution of stamps that made it interesting to him. So while mm-hmm. I don't want to be a stamp collector still, I get why he does. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's
2: really cool to me because he shared something with me that I get now. And I can kind of connect with them on a different level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when we're doing magic for people, uh, this is more high-end magic stuff. But we always say that there needs to be a reason to perform. I'm not simply doing a magic trick just to fool you and make you clap or for me to say, I'm really good and you're gonna tell me I'm really good. It's to share something with you, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna scare the bejeebers out of you with this magic trick. And you're gonna stay up at night wondering how this is done. Or, you know, I can read your mind, Gemma, right? I can read your mind, I'm gonna prove it with the thing. And you're gonna hide your thoughts from me for the rest of your life because you're <laughs> gonna wonder, could I really? Or, now it's like, it's exciting for you, right? Now it's like something I'm, I'm giving you something. It's like, oh, this is interesting. Same thing with the scuba magic, right? We're, we're giving them something for them to go, a little takeaway and tell a story to somebody else about the time that this diver did this for me yeah,
0: you know? yeah, yeah. No, that's really good and yeah. for instructors that maybe if you know they're just doing the same old courses they must get a little bit flat and this must be something that really opens another avenue for them
2: yeah yeah it can really re-energize their own teaching mm. it can make them start thinking outside of the box themselves and we're really hoping that this goes you know long term is so I'm bringing magic to the table the next guy could bring something else to, the, you know, guitar or singing or, you know, poetry or whatever, you know, whatever, it is, whatever their their little skill sets are. How can we use that to teach scuba yeah. and where is scuba training going to go moving forward? Because it really hasn't changed a lot in 30 years. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what does it look like 10 years from now? Did this yeah. really make an impact on training and the way scuba is taught? Because um, if people start thinking of things that they bring to the table that others don't. Um, this could really be revolutionary. Um, I've got scuba divers that were cops. So they've got different training in their background. And so they have a a cop mentality when they're teaching scuba, but they're really good concepts. I'm like, I never thought about saying it this way, but that's his life, you know, things that influence his life. So now he influences his teachings. Well, I can, even though I'm not a cop, I can still throw that in. As an example for someone, for them to get a concept again. So, okay. so yeah, that's where I'm really hoping this thing goes. And that's the, the idea of the forums and these things is to open people's minds on how can this impact training? How can this impact our ability to keep divers safer and to make them better divers? Mm-hmm. Because if you're doing a magic trick, well, your buoyancy is going to be good. Your breath control is going to be good. Air management's going to be sought on situational awareness. So by doing these magic tricks, hopefully people will become a better diver ultimately because they're kind of task loading themselves in a fun way. Yeah, Yeah. I didn't learn buoyancy till I learned photography underwater, right? My buoyancy was good, but when I got a camera and now I had to use my breath control because I couldn't do this, I thought I revolutionized. using your breath. No one taught me to me. I figured it out. And I'm like, I called my instructors like, Oh my God, I just figured out the greatest thing. If you use your breath control to go up or down, you can make fine adjustments underwater. water. You don't have to keep dumping air. And he's like, well, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> so is when I got the camera in my hand is when I kind of figured it out. Same thing when you're trying to do a rope trick underwater, they're kind of going different ways. Well, you, your buoyancy better be on or you're going to be going in you know, all directions.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That is a real positive message i think and, and particularly yeah. safety being key as well yeah, yeah that's yeah. Yeah, yeah really
2: good and, you know and that was a, if there's anything that people frowned upon when they first heard it they go oh wow now we're taking a dangerous sport and making it more dangerous because now you're making people do magic tricks yeah. as if i'm going to like force a magic trick on a diver that doesn't want to see it and i'm like no you're gonna watch my magic trick right now and i'm like no so if you read the book if you heard me talk if you watch the videos you'd see you know the number one thing is this will never detract from another diver it can only enhance their dive. right we're only designed to do that so if they simply don't want to see a trick you just don't show them a trick it's that easy you know i'm not forcing it on anybody but it's really the, you're going to be the guy that they talk about at thanksgiving dinner every time this diver did a magic trick yeah you told us last year but it was so amazing and they really want to tell the story
1: again yeah. we um support the uh pen sunday school and uh, i know a couple of them are divers uh Godot and pen yeah. yeah have you thought about getting them behind you with this uh, with them um, you know a bit of support I, I
2: haven't but i'm going to write this down or, or email you after the podcast and talk about it um yeah. i actually just signed up as a merit badge counselor uh, a counselor for the Boy Scouts. So I can now certify Boy Scouts in Scuba that want to do it for their for their merit badges. Yeah. So again, it's it's just giving back to the community that's given me, you know, so much. And especially if it's underprivileged kids, if it's kids, if it's Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, these kind of causes are, you know, I'm all in to support them in, in any way that I can. Yeah,
0: yeah. And it's getting more youngsters into the diving as well, which is yeah. highly
2: important. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the that's what's going to keep the sport alive. And so, at the, end of the day more divers means that they're buying more gear so the shops win you know mm-hmm. so you know i talk to my divers about not buying stuff on amazon support your local shops then you might pay a couple of bucks more we can't get an air fill on amazon so you know we have to keep this sport moving forward and the way you do it is by getting youths involved yeah and getting them you know getting them into it
1: there is and uh, that is you know getting the uh young people involved uh diving keeps the sport going we've got yeah. a project uh that's uh, in the registration process at the moment and mm. that's called uh, dive project cornwall and uh, where we it's gone out across all the schools in the uk where they can register oh it's awesome and they'll have a chance Um uh, 400 children will have a chance to actually learn how to dive that's great um, there's a yeah. competition that they have to fill in and uh, what a great place where you could actually do some magic as well because you know kids love all that everyone loves it really yeah Yeah. it's just like wow you know they get really enthusiastic right yeah Yeah.
2: and by doing these some of these scuba magic tricks even them for them on land it could get them excited about oh that's what scuba is about that's kind of fun you know so we've got great publicity photos of doing that kind of stuff but yeah getting getting the youth involved If, if there's any organizations that are listening to this that want to you know bring me in for that kind of thing you know i volunteer time i'm i'm all about you know helping that, but these sound like great causes to me, yeah,
0: yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, really good, positive messages there, yeah, yeah, yeah. exciting yeah. stuff, yeah, as well. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah So, we always uh, ask our guests some set questions. So, the first one is if you could take three people diving underwater, they don't have to be divers, but just because you want to show them the underwater world, yeah, who would you take? They can be past, present
2: okay um I would take first I'd take Penn and teller <laughs> sure. then I get a, a chance to uh, to potentially fool them how far would we pull them underwater so yeah I, I think that Penn and teller would be absolutely a first um my family um obviously my wife dies my kids don't yet uh, but uh, we're, we're getting them getting them into the diving so for them to be able to if I could have this way to safely bring them underwater for them to experience it uh, right away you know that would be it for sure um, and a third one going back, uh, you know, try to think a little bit outside of the box. Um, I would probably go more with something like, um, mentors that have helped me in other aspects of my life, mm-hmm. They've given me so much mentors have meant the world to me and for me to take each one of them individually and share with them something that may, they might have experienced, you know? So, of that would actually be really meaningful to me because yeah. uh, my, my mentors have meant a lot to me in my lifetime.
0: Yeah, great answers,
1: yeah. Yeah, brilliant, giving something back as well. Awesome. So I've got a pack of cards here. Okay. I'm not going to do a trick because I can't do tricks. And, <laughs> yet. But, yet, yet. But let's have a look see what the top card was. The Ace of Spades, look at that. Now, on the back of this pack of cards uh, is... I've had this pack for years. It's got Guinness for our listeners. You probably can't see it because of the the Zoom thing, but it's Guinness on it. If we could change that pack and we could give that out to people, what message or maybe a photo or maybe some kind of image would you put on that pack of cards? If
2: I were to put an image on a pack of cards, other than my school magician logo, of course, You know what I would would put on there would be a baby smiling. Because think about the innocence of a baby that is just happy, right? It doesn't have any negative, any things in its life. It's just that that innocence of happiness. A lot of people as they get older, lose that. And -hmm. I don't know why. As As a magician, I get to be young for the rest of my life. Right? I get to be a kid forever, like Peter Pan kind of a syndrome. When I perform for people, I get to see the smile that, that, that Ian has right now, right? You get to see that smile on people's faces, that that look of, you know, perplexed. If we could bottle that and just bring this to the world and say, do you remember this? <laughs> do you remember how easy life was? And we're not really worried about this and keep everything in perspective. It'd be that, because I, I say that to people a lot about keeping perspective about what's going on, drama, stresses, this, that, the other thing. Um, we could reframe it to those moments of innocence i think that would be a great message for people
1: i just thought of another one i don't know what i just thought of somewhere somewhere else with you know learning magic would be really awesome and take people's minds off things um with uh, we've got an agency here called uh, depth therapy and they okay. do some amazing things uh helping people get into the water you know we're talking uh veterans who've They've got mental scars. They've got physical scars. Yeah. All sorts of disabilities. Yes.
0: Um,
1: and depth therapy. Depth therapy do some absolutely awesome things. We spoke to them a while back. Yeah. Um, I think about episode thirty, something like that. Mm-hmm. And that'd be another thing, another where you know, if somebody's really nervous, you know, yeah. about getting into the water um, because of whatever you know thing they're mm-hmm. going through, you know, you could use a bit of magic to. You know, take their mind off, Absolutely. stressing them out and right. say, well, let's get in the water, you know. Yes. So,
2: yeah, I'm also a member of the HSA, which is the Handicapped Scuba Association. So I'm a, a handicapped scuba instructor as well. So yeah. we're yeah. taught, we're trained how to teach a blind person how mm-hmm. to die or a paraplegic or quadriplegic. And, you know, we're, we're trained in all these different ways. So, yeah, you know, those kind of go hand in hand. Um, I work with a lot of vets that have you know, um, post-traumatic you know, uh, stress yeah. and all that. And again, teaching these kind of magic tricks sometimes helps with um, you know, therapy with the hands if they can't manipulate
0: yeah. things. So yeah.
2: yeah, there's certainly a lot of applications to it, for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's very far reaching. I think it's so, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, no, it's good. And then our third question is, is there something, a nugget, from your life that you can tell people that will you know help them and <laughs> either from your diving life or your magic life that yeah is there some nugget that you can pass on to our yeah. business well my,
2: my grandma was a very uh, very wise person and i mentioned her a lot in my training of scuba and all that and uh, grandma always told me that uh, a smile and kindness is free and you could give it to anybody at any time that you want and you know it's it's the gift that we'll we'll give forever so yeah yeah, uh, you know share kindness you know give someone a smile say thank you you know just be nice to people and hopefully that you know it comes back but yeah no matter how stressed we are no matter how whatever you can always just be kind so, yeah. and you can always smile. Yeah. So you'd always smile and exactly. always, you always, know, someone's having a really bad day, you know, maybe it'll help them, maybe it won't, but there's no sense in adding to it. <laughs> that you been a bit of good, so, you know, yeah. Yeah, no,
0: excellent answers, yes. Yeah, brilliant.
1: And that has been, that has been awesome. And, um, you know, it's been really good. that's a really positive message. Um, and then what's really nice is that magic is open to everybody, you know, there's all different levels uh, there's no politics there's no religion involved right. you know it, it can appeal to everybody and yeah. uh, that, you know just like diving yeah day, you know yeah. and uh, i think that's what's good about it
2: yeah i remember being in uh, africa doing a magic trick for like a chief that had like probably never seen a deck of cards in his life you know they're not something they're exposed to americanized and i did just a normal card trick for him and when the trick is over with he had the same look that you know an American or anybody's seen a card he takes a card and he holds it up to the sunlight to see if there's like a card inside of the card and <laughs> yeah. then he just kind of shrugs and he hands it back to me So it's like even though he didn't understand a word of what I said no concept of what a two of hearts is he still reacted the same way because yes yeah, it's, it's very universal you don't need to talk for people to get what you're what you're doing
0: yeah.
1: no, no. well I want to say thank you very much for bringing this to our attention uh thank you for uh making this a paddy uh course as well so making it official and you know and getting it out there you know and uh well done for for doing that you know it's brilliant
0: appreciate
2: you guys help out a lot with that cause so yes uh yeah yeah
0: Yeah. if people want to find out more about you have you got a website they can go to and the instagram account
2: yeah so basically everything is scuba magician so Mm -hmm. magician.com goes to the website that is all the social media links on it but Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, you know, but everything, if you go to go to the website, that's normally the easiest way. Yeah. Um, yeah. If anybody has questions, I'm really open to answering questions, emails, texts, like my cell phone number's on my website. I'm, I'm very approachable. Yeah. You know, if people want a little bit more information or don't quite understand something, it's normally a 10 minute call answers any and all questions. So yeah. yeah. How
1: much does it cost?
2: Uh, the instructor crew pack, is 295 dollars for the 295 what they do is they get the handbook they get the kit and they get the rights to teach the course they get access to that inner circle of a video gallery that i'm saying and also an invitation to that instructor only forum Um, once they become an instructor i will then wholesale the books and kits to them for their students basically they'll buy it from me for about a hundred dollars they'll resell it to the students for two hundred dollars Um, which is you know more in line with what they paid but on my site i sell the crew packs for 250 for students so that these teachers can get it to their students cheaper than their students could get it from me yes to to help them out so instructors make about a hundred dollars per person just signing them up so if you get three students the course is paid for now it's all gravy after that yeah and they'll benefit you know because they get the course for about 200 bucks so yeah well
1: that's really good because um, you know instructors i don't want to, uh get down go down this road too much because i know it's very pol- politically um talked about but instructors don't get paid that much you know yeah. it costs an absolute fortune to qualify and go right. further up that ladder um and you, you are doing it really for love yeah by the time yeah. you you know you you're paid out and any money coming in you are doing it for the lifestyle and for love of the sport and people sharing that sport. Um, yeah. so, you know, there is a little bit of money to be made and, you know, that's okay. And, yeah. uh, that's fine. Yeah,
2: We really are working on fairly tight margins for it because like yeah. you're, saying, we're not here to try to make gazillions of dollars. We'll just yeah. take just a We've little bit and to to keep everything going, you know, yeah. but uh, the course directors that are signing up, they get that same bulk price, So then they can sell it or even gift it to their instructors, and you know it kind of keeps it where it's it's not very much. But as I tell instructors, three students that's all you need. Once you get three, the course is completely free, and now you get all these benefits for the rest of your life. Never expires. You know as long as you follow the rules. Yeah.
1: Well, we need to find out who's the UK instructor. Yes, for me.
2: (laughs) We need to to find out. Yeah, find out your area, and if they're not, then we need to uh, hop on a call with them and and get them.
0: Yeah, exactly. So how long does it take for an instructor to kind of
2: qualify on the course? Sure. The the online portion of the course is probably going to take them you know, a week to kind of work on the magic tricks, watch them kind of mm-hmm. understand it. Once they get a, a feeling for it, all they have to do is 20 dives within the specialty. So basically on any dive, just bring a deck of cards with you on your safety mm-hmm. stop, do a couple of tricks to where you're comfortable, and then they can apply through Patty on what they call method three. Um, As I say to all my instructors, this is, and I'm glad you brought this up because it's an important thing to at least end on, is that keep the course simple for the students. There's a myriad of tricks to to pick from, right? They get like 24 tricks they can pick from. and all they have to do is pick six, make them easy tricks because Mm -hmm. even the easiest trick is still gonna blow away a student, keep the course fun and positive and easy. And then if the students wanna work and progress with harder tricks, They've got access to the same database and let them do that on their own time. Yeah. But we need to make the course hard. Um I'd literally do it as a one-day cert. You know, for a student. The class comes over, um we about uh, maybe a half an hour to an hour above water. We go underwater, for underwater for about an hour doing the stuff. We take lunch break, we go to the ocean, do two dives and they're done. One-day cert, like kind of wow. like a dry yeah, suit class. Yeah, that's, that's great. Designed to be fun and simple and as we say We do 90% of the work you get 90% of the money because most of the class is online. The students are gonna learn the tricks on their own time and the instructors are gonna pick six tricks that they get really good at. They like the card trick, they like a rope trick. Well, teach those because they speak to you, right? So every instructor can teach the course differently based on the tricks that they really like. So, you know, it's designed to be fun. It's designed to be super easy cert but knowledge that they'll gain more of over time by doing yeah. by advanced studying.
0: Yeah. And refined skills like their buoyancy. And yeah, it's all a, a win-win. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: All that you know, goes right into it. And again, yeah, as they're practicing it, they're going to do that Mr. Miyagi thing, right? They're going to learn skill sets and get even better at it. Yeah. But you know, on any given dive, the, the rule is you're going to do one trick for somebody. Right. you've got three minutes by the time you organize them and do that so you're not bringing a lot of props down right? you're just going to bring a deck of cards clip to yourself <laughs> or a piece of rope or something you know again keep it you know we're not there to teach them to do an underwater magic show it's just to enhance the safety stuff yeah, yeah. yeah
1: and it's great that Patty got behind it as well so yeah
2: yeah, it puts yeah the it, rubber it, it, stamp i, I it. can't say enough about Patty. how well they've they've helped me in the development helped us uh, you know promoting this thing when they they've really helped us I, they would do it for any specialty yeah um, they've been exceptional to me
1: oh, yeah. brilliant
0: great you've been yeah, yeah. really great guest yeah, yeah. Thank you your positive
1: message that's what we <laughs> like that's what we like that's what the big scoove is all about as well <clears throat> like a i we're back Bish, bash, bosh. I that. <laughs> it's a magic thing um that's really good thank you very much to chef for coming on and uh, hope you all enjoy that now I'm gonna challenge you. We need our first UK instructor. To that would be to step really forward. Amazing. Who's gonna be that one? Come on.
0: Yeah, it just adds another dimension to you being an instructor. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, And it's not difficult. It's
1: no, uh, I tell you what. You have a look at his YouTube channel. Uh, there's some really good uh, videos of Chef doing some uh, amazing pull yeah. tricks and yeah. things like that.
0: Yeah, and you never know—you might get Chef Anton coming to the UK you and doing a little talk. Yeah, no, that'd be
1: brilliant. If I was uh, an instructor, um, I'm just a lowly, just a lowly dive master. <laughs> but if I was, I, I'd be <laughs> up okay. there. I'd be giving that a go. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. yeah so there's plenty of uh, diving instructors out there.
1: There is. Come on, step Come up. on. That's it. Let's hear from, especially you, Norwich, Norwich crew. We want to hear what somebody—that'd be really cool. Yeah. Oh um anyway that's it from us um so I want to say thank you very much for listening mm-hmm. thanks for downloading um do uh, leave us a review you know it'd be really cool doesn't cost you anything I mean, it costs, yeah, a few seconds of your time to just leave us a review and that just helps us get found it helps your dive buddy find us
0: yep so you could leave a review on itunes yeah uh spotify i think there's an option there as well but even send us a little dm on instagram yeah facebook twitter to
1: to let us know you know where you're diving what you're up to any questions and uh we had some in the week, which is all you know, always really nice.
0: Yes, yeah, and a few people have made comments about the rescue course because we yeah. put that on social media. So that's really lovely to hear. Yeah. from you.
1: Are you doing yours next weekend as well? Uh, let us know. Yeah. let us know how it goes.
0: Yeah, if you've got any questions for us, pop them in a DM, and yeah, uh, yeah we'll get back to you straight away. What's
1: the best? Let us know what's the best bits of your your uh, rescue course. That'd be really cool. Mm.
0: Yeah, on the whole, everybody said it's really good fun.
1: It is really good fun. You'll be. Um, Busy. Put it that way. Um, it. <laughs> Ooh, There's a lot to do. have so got a fly train. Right. Anyway, that's it from us. There's enough of us running on. See you next week.
0: Yes. So this has been episode 118. And that was... The Big, the Big, Scuba. Big Scuba
1: Podcast. <laughs> um. Now that does wrap up today's episode of The Big Scuba Podcast. But if you want to hear more from the podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button depending on what platform you are listening on that way you will never miss an episode from us but if you are listening on apple Podcasts and did enjoy what you heard today we would really appreciate it if you head to the show page to leave a five star rating and review it really does help us if you do please take a screenshot of that review and send it to us on instagram And we'll give you a shout out to say a big thank you. If you have any questions for us or anything that has been mentioned in today's episode, be sure to reach out to us on any of our social media platforms or send us an email. The links are in the show notes. We will get back to you no matter what. If you have made it to this point in the episode, we both want to say a big, big thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you on the next episode.